guys and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and this is our first episode, I guess, of a season two, even though I don't really think I'm going to do the season thing because that's just going to get confusing and I'm lucky that I've made it to a whole year. So this is the first episode of the new year and with me is the lovely and wonderful and adorable Jeanette. Hi, sweetie. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right, all the way down here in Texas. Man, Texas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is it nice and warm down there? You know, it has been. It's been like uh, warm 70s, low 80s, but it's about to drop back down to the 50s. So, Oh, oh, the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) My heart bleeds. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in the north at the wall. Oh, I know. uh, Oh, was it 65 today, actually? Oh, that's nice. Oh, you know, I that's know. Toasty. And then and then now it is a blazing um 55, actually. Oh, oh, that's not bad. I was expecting you know? like a 14 or something, you know, and I'm like, all right. I know. You know. <laughs> well, spring is just around the corner, my lady. <laughs> ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, why don't you introduce yourself to the masses, dear? Yes, hello. So my name is Jeanette. I have the alias Chino Chinico on everything. Uh-huh. And I have been a cosplayer for about two decades. It'll be, <laughs> I think my 20th year is next year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm seasoned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, One of them Jeanette is... <laughs> <laughs> You're not old. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying like in the cosplay community, we're considered yeah, grandmas no. at this point. Yeah, so. I'm basically like a, like an old miser at this point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's people out there like young enough to be our children and they're just like oh like it's who let true. grandma cosplay <laughs> <laughs> it's true except you perpetually always look like you are 22 so you can still fit in with that crowd that's true yes, <laughs> yes. She, she does perpetually look like a 22 year old like i didn't think you were as old as you were for the longest time and then whenever i found out you were part of the triplets i was like wait what yeah i know isn't it crazy oh <laughs> it is it's like damn what Nobody's a trap mind. i know <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, Jeanette, I've been trying to get you on the show for a while now, and I'm so glad that you folded after months of harassment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Well, I finally had time to listen to some episodes, and they were so funny, and I I was like, okay, I have to just make time for this. I can't just keep saying no or like, oh, maybe next weekend will work, because next weekend's never going to work, because I just had to dive in. Right. It's either that or like I find you at Anime Boston and trap you in a hotel room and I'm like, we're doing this. <laughs> I did see that you're doing one live at Anime Boston. I was like, ooh, I'm excited I for that. I am. We haven't got um, an official date or time yet, but um, Convention Confessional will be doing a live show at Anime Boston this year. That's and I so am fun. Oh, I'm like evil parts, excited and completely terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have you'd have to pick the litter. I mean, everybody will be there that you yeah. know that have been on yeah. the show probably previously, and then some mm-hmm. new people, like people that I know that you've never interviewed before, and like, yeah, it mm-hmm. could be super exciting. Like, I have a premise for the show, and I don't want to give too much away yet about no, no, what don't, it is, don't, but um, don't, don't, but um, it. right, but it's it's uh, it, it's gonna be an experience, and I I highly recommend coming to watch it. So yeah. <laughs> stay tuned. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> My dear, you've got stories for me? Sure. Yeah. I have what plenty. Have got? What do we got? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, where do you want me to start? <laughs> oh my goodness. Wherever you feel comfortable. 
Um, well, I guess we'll start with the great panini that's going on right now and how, okay. like, you know, nobody's done anything for the past two years. Mm-hmm, so I feel mm-hmm. really out of practice with cosplay, but I am, I have so much going on in my life, which has been crazy, but um, I am like ready to dive back in. So I am going to start streaming progress and completing, I would say I have about 40 costumes in various states of completion in my room right now. Uh, and we're going to complete them all. That's my goal this year. They're all getting 40? done. Yeah. 40 costumes? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting wow. done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Are you wearing all of them to Boston this year? <laughs> No, no, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm making and to bring up there, but I have some ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's food themed, which is kind of exciting. So I was kind of hoping I could get some group stuff happening, like, you know, maybe the Sailor Scouts in their little maid costumes or like, I don't know, something else that's, <laughs> you know, like Food Wars was a thing, food. that anime. Like, that could be fun to do a group of or. Final Fantasy people all dressed up in cafe style outfits would be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Anime Boston's going to be interesting this year because I'm on. I mean, I'm on staff for the last couple of years now, obviously. Yep. Um, but like you know, cosplay. It's like I only get maybe like one and a half days to actually cosplay because my entire Saturday is main event, so I don't even bother dressing up because like, yeah, I'm just going to be, be on stage and like wear something comfortable. Right. Um. But it was funny because I was thinking like, oh, what can I do like that would have like a food theme or something I can wear a mask with because we're like mask mandated and stuff. Yep. yep. Um, and, and I was actually thinking about it. It's like I am going to wear some version of a Percy costume this weekend. Yay. Um, I mentioned in uh, one of my last episodes that I am in the process of making um, a puppet. Yes. For my, yeah. my Percy costume. Uh, so that is a stay tuned situation. But I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, my God, they had a whole episode like during Critical Role where they had um, talked about a bakery that they came up with called the Slayer's Cake. Oh, and I kind of just want to dress up with like an apron in a half ass Percy costume and hand out cookies. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. OK, <laughs> now I'll be honest uh, mm. with all my years of D&D under my belt. I have never watched or listened to Critical Role which is on me because I love all those people and I should probably get to that at some point. Um, but I have been told but. that any of Laura Bailey's characters would be great for me. So, mm-hmm. and I already mm-hmm. have a history with Laura Bailey characters. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I could find that episode and watch that one just to like know what's going on. And I could bounce off of that and my join God. you. Je- Jeanette, do you want to be my Vexalia? <laughs> sure. Would that be fun? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Wait, is that is that the one where she is the bear trinket? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I could I could technically bring a bear. I should bring I a mean, bear. Yeah, you should totally bring a bear. Yeah, he can wear a costume too, a, like a little apron or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh yeah, a bow tie, a bow tie. You know, <laughs> right? Got to be a gentleman. Yeah, obviously, trinket is a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So good. now you have so now you have forty one costumes to make this year. <laughs> And by the end of this podcast, you'll probably have like 50, <laughs> right? Just keep adding things to your list slowly. For it's real. Like, yeah. Like, oh, that was, I was going to wear this. And Jeanette's like, I want to wear that too. <laughs> I'm just starved yes. for like group cosplay. You know, it's been two years and I just miss my friends and I would just I love know. to do everything with everybody. So sign me up. 
I know I miss people. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to be where the people are. Right? We're all Ariel at this point, just like dying. Literally, the though. Literally, like I'm putting like forks in my hair right now. Like I just want to. I just want to go someplace, guys. I look beautiful, please. Oh, and it's terrible too because I work at a restaurant, so I'm around a lot of forks. Oh yeah, yeah, man, you probably have quite the collection. Those thingamabobs. Oof. <laughs> oh now okay so we've been to a bunch of conventions what was your first convention was it anime boston no it was actually arisia okay in In, boston but not boston so that's a sci-fi convention i don't even know if it's still around but it i went to um the 2003 one before anime boston it was in january Mm -hmm. um and yeah that was my first convention experience Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I, mm-hmm. you know, I was younger and and it was a little intimidating. I did cosplay one day there, mm-hmm. but I didn't fully understand what cosplay was. I just thought it would be cool to go around a sci-fi convention as a gaming character. Sure, sure. Uh, so I dressed as Renoa Hartlily from Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and had a great time. I did actually meet somebody dressed as Cloud in the stairwell. I don't know if that guy even still exists. So hello, and I hope you're doing okay out there, wherever you are. Um, but I thought his costume was cool, and I was like, oh, man, he's got the sword. Like, that's how I knew who he was. I was like, he's got the sword. Um, but again, you know, stairwell passings. Sure. And and it was really interesting. So it was in a hotel. I don't even remember what hotel it was. But, like, there was no dealer's room there was no artist alley it was you would go up to a floor in the hotel and everybody would have their hotel room doors open and you could Mm -hmm. go into their hotel rooms and they would sell you trinkets it was so (laughs) bizarre i know i know it was so weird it felt like such an invasion of privacy because you would walk into somebody's hotel room that you didn't even know and they would be like would you like to buy this leather dragon that i made and it's like oh yes of course i'd love that leather dragon uh yeah it was really bizarre it was so strange it sounds like a really messed up version of the guy from resident evil like what are you buying (laughs) yeah pretty much pretty much uh yeah it was really weird but i left there and was like okay that was cool like it i thought it was neat to be in a space where everybody liked the same thing everybody was there because they liked sci-fi stuff and and that was cool like oh all these people know what dungeons and dragons are like they you know they've watched star wars and star trek and and they like that stuff and i was like yeah i like that stuff so that was kind of cool to like find a tribe yeah and then i heard about anime boss and it's all downhill from there Right, and then it just, like, spirals. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was over. <laughs> the second I stepped foot in there, I was like, yep, th- these are my people. This right. is where I belong. Hello. Hello, my babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the question. Here's the question. Do you remember Rob as Red Leather Vash? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I saw him um, in 2004 sitting mm-hmm. on the floor of the hallway Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was still in the Prudential or something. It was a second floor type situation, but he was sitting on the floor in the corner, basically like taking a breather. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, are you okay? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. And then that was it. <laughs> Wait, can <laughs> we check in? About- Wait, can we talk about how you and I have like the same Rob interaction of the first yeah. time meeting? <laughs> Robert, this is a reflection on you. <laughs> 
ships <laughs> passing in the night, right? That's what you said? Pretty much. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it, so it was, you know, crazy like that. But then I I actually, like, found him because of that costume. And I Trigun was super big in my personal mm-hmm. friend group at the time. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that's cool. I don't even think I took a picture of him, honestly. Because um, he was sitting down, you know, and I, I already knew, like, that's a respectful thing. You don't, like, bother people when they're out of character, basically, right? Right. right. Like, that's our break. Like, if you see somebody yeah. and they got half their costume off, probably not the time. <laughs> probably not the time, no. Uh, yeah. But I do remember finding him on the Anime Boston forums mm-hmm. and then finding out that we shared a birthday. And I was like, dude, my birthday is your birthday? What? <laughs> and that was kind of how we got to know each other. Nice. Yeah. How did we meet? I don't honestly know. <laughs> I know, right? I just, I, um, I mean, I've okay. always known you. Right, I that's just... how I feel too. And like, I, I, yeah, like I definitely have pictures of you in various costumes, like Dead Moon Circus stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then just hanging out, maybe just like in the same circles. But I don't think we ever like got to know each other until fairly recently. I think it's just like we were in the same friends group, so we're friends. Like, yeah. I don't think we ever like established like a this is no, how we it met. was just like hey, link arms and that's it. You know, go down the yellow brick road. I mean, yeah, that was pretty much it. I do remember like fangirling on you super hard because I saw your Percy and was like, oh my, <laughs> there it is. Because I had heard you talk about it and like show mm-hmm. some pictures online, and I was like, dude, I have to see this up close. Like, this is incredible. And then I found you in the hallway and was like. Oh my gosh! There it is. This is Percy. This is this is the one. I just remember uh, you yeah. like. I remember you running up to me. And you're, I'm like, hi, Jeanette. You're just like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> real. Like, That's my whole thing. Like, oh man, yeah. If you put effort into something, I mean, it just you can just tell, and people are just so excited to like do the thing, you know, and have it out there and. This, the Percy costume, oh, chef's kiss. I like to anybody who's listening, if you've never seen Katie's Percy costume, look it up. I'm not even kidding. The detailing in the jacket, the little like scopey thing, the eye thing, like, oh, just chef's kiss. I love it. So good. So good. It it is it is my Everest. I do love that outfit. He's very extra, and it's so ah. funny too because like I mean we've talked about it on here a couple times. The show came out and everything. It's out, whatever. And like his outfit in the show is just so simple, and it's like watching the show and I'm looking at his outfit and I was like, listen, I contributed ten dollars to make the show. Could it have gone into like a little bit more on that jacket? Thank you. <laughs> but can you imagine like an animator's nightmare that jacket would have been? Well, you know, like we always say, like, you know, like all these different people that do animes and mangas and things like that, like they, they hate cosplayers right. because they make the outfits like ridiculously complicated. <laughs> and it's like the complete, it's a complete exact opposite. Like I went far too extra and his outfit's just kind of like, I found this jacket in my closet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like i was like when does this ever happen i feel like i i I did something wrong (laughs) no no i I think it's really great it's like brilliant it's like you took that you know that image and you just ran with it which is like the best i think if i were Mm -hmm. ever a person who had something that came out with characters involved and somebody did that with my characters i would just be like oh i love you like that's amazing 
Oh, I mean, Talith and Jaffe does like my costume, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> we won't get into like all the Twitter wars and things like that and like oh, comment no. sessions. It's fine. I'm not going to brag. Anyways, <laughs> this isn't about me. <laughs> but it could be. Have you ever had you have you ever had a podcast about you? Oh my god! You should, who would you do should that? flip the script. No, you should flip the script. You should have somebody ask you questions and have it be just you know a tribute to your stuff and your success. Jeanette. I think I realized from last week's – I feel like from last week's episode, we both know it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it we should not fun. ask Katie questions. I'm going to nope. do it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to script it all out, and then I'm going to surprise you, and I'm going to be like, guess what? Anime Boston Live, this is Jeanette coming at you from this anime podcast, and oh I am interviewing Katie. She doesn't know, oh. but she's going to answer all my questions. Is this going to be while I'm laying on the floor in your hotel room after like a three-hour masquerade? Yes. I'm going to be like, tweet me your questions right now. A- AMA. Here we go. I'm just going to ask you everything. I'm everything. just sitting there. I can picture it now. Laying on the floor in the hotel room with like cheesecake <laughs> sitting on my head. Just like, what What are we doing? Like, Face mask and cheesecake. Yeah, and pretty an much. AMA. I'm, a, I'm an emotional wreck right now. Can we not? <laughs> Down to say anything. I love it. Perfect. That's all I needed to know. Great. Noted. <laughs> And that's the podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Anime Boston wasn't your first. Aresia was. Um, yeah. But you've lived down in Texas now. Like, are there conventions down in Texas that you've gone to? Anything oh, fun down there? So many conventions in Texas. Texas is huge. For anybody who's mm-hmm. ever seen a map, it's like, it is that big. I mean, it's just gi- ginormous. And mm-hmm. there are so many conventions down here. I've been to a good handful of them. Uh, and yeah, they're just, they're all cool for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go to Anime Matsuri, which I will never go to again now that, you oh. know, you can, you can Google it. It is not a good place to be. No. The founder's not a good person. We won't go into nope. details, but, uh, right. I will not be going to that one anymore. Sorry, Houston. But yeah. there is another anime convention in Houston that I haven't been to that I do want to go to. So that one's on my list. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Uh, there's Onicon in Galveston, which is right on the beach. That mm-hmm. one's always held during Halloween, and that one is super fun because you can go to the beach, and it's it's Halloween, and it's still really warm in Texas, so that one's super cool. Um, then if you go north, because I'm in Austin. I'm right in the center, so mm-hmm. uh, we have smaller ones. We have IkiCon, which is a local Austin one. Uh, we just got ColossalCon for the first time because we have Kalahari down here now. And okay. that one is, well, I mean, it was super small to first Colossal Con, but it, I think it's going to take off. I mean, just the settings are just awesome. The people were awesome. I think that one will definitely take off down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's in November, so it's still kind of warm. Mm-hmm. And then um, if you go north of Austin, you go into Dallas and Fort Worth, you can go to Acon, which is really hot. It's usually in June or July. And Whew, it's it's brutal up there if you go outside. It's like you melt. Um, but that's, <laughs> that convention's been around for a long time. It has really good standing. It has a crazy rave. If you're into, like, anime raves, that's the mm-hmm. one you want to go to for dancing. It's really good. Um, but, yeah, it's that one's kind of fun. Um, and I've been there several times with my friends. Um, but, yeah, there's a ton of conventions in Texas, a ton of them. There's even 18 plus ones in Round Rock and – um, just, you know, areas in, in, in between. 
San Antonio I used to go to every year for PAX South, which is a gaming convention that no longer exists. They shut mm-hmm. it down this year. I'm so sad because I love PAX. Um, uh, but, you know, that just means I'll just have to go to Boston for PAX East or Seattle for PAX West. So oh, no, you have to come <laughs> home again. Aww. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I just thought of it. I know how we met. Oh, how do we meet? Okay. So remember the Aeons group? Yes. You made the little... Um, yes. And we were yes. all in that group together talking about it, and that's how we met. Yes. Yeah, because I couldn't be there. Right. And so you I set mailed, that you up. Mailed I mailed it up. I mailed it to Rob. He tried to keep it, and I told him he couldn't. He really liked it. I was like, you have to send her home. So he sent her home. She's actually behind me right now on the shelf. She's she's waiting. my favorite. I love her. She's just she's so just good. Waiting for the moment that we redo that skit, apparently. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so if and when I don't want to say if because it's definitely happening when we do that skit I've apparently been cast as Yuna I am yeah, not a yeah. dancer so I'm gonna have to learn a lot <laughs> but yes yeah, I will we, be the Yuna we, we have to do a recasting in that skit yeah we do we do <laughs> yeah but that's that's how we met it, just, it was funny because yeah. I was gonna ask you and like oh have you ever competed and I was like wait and it like came back to me in like flashes I was like that's right yes that's right yes 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 that's it. That's the one. That was the uh, moment. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's so cool. What a great moment. I know, right? Well, I mean, you know, it could have been better, but that's not our story for today. <laughs> I could have been there. Yeah, that would have made it better. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, you would have you would have fixed everything in that terrible situation. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what, guys? Stuff's falling apart and I don't think the judges care about us, but Jeanette's here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man okay but yeah i mean besides that moment where we competed but didn't compete um you've competed before absolutely yeah any Um, any fun behind the scenes experiences with competing uh i mean you know your first one you're always super nervous right and so the first time i was on stage i was super nervous i Mm -hmm. i did do drama club in high school so i wasn't unfamiliar with the stage per se but to be on it all by yourself and have the spotlight on you can be a lot of pressure for somebody who's not really well versed in being an extrovert. Right. So, um, yeah, my my first performance is probably nothing to write home about. But shortly after that, I like stepped it up and yeah, just nailed it. Just nailed it. I was like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. I want. I want the bigger prize. Like, I don't just want to be there and not win anything. Like, I'm here to compete. I want a prize. Right. But Where with that first- said, I've never won a best in show. Oh. So I'm thinking that Aeon group will probably be my first. Listen, listen, we totally would have won best in show with that if it had worked like, yeah. out. Like, we if will. anybody beat I, and I said, like I don't want to be cocky or anything because I'm not <laughs> trying to be cocky. I'm not usually a very cocky person, but god damn it, I'd like to see somebody beat 10 Aeons. Heck yeah, right? <laughs> like Ugh. show me a better skit. I'm ready. Show, I'm show so me ready a better skit. I'm sorry. Like toot toot. Sorry. Yep. Like, yep. I'm ready. Like we're all ready. It's like and Jess apparently is ready. She's gonna make the rest of our costumes, supposedly, from what I hear. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, right. Like we all heard that. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, right. Got, the best part about it is I have it in recording and be like, mm, we're gonna go back to episode fifty-two. Right, right. <laughs> Here it is again. We're just all gonna set that as our ringtone, and she's just yeah. never gonna live it down. <laughs> right. I'm making all those costumes. Oh, okay. I love it. Good. I love it. 
<laughs> um, so where was uh, where was the first one you competed at? Uh, Anime Boston two thousand six five six. The first one that was at the Heinz. Five. Five. Two thousand five. Okay, and what was the skit? I did Chaza from Wolf's Reign. Okay. Um, it was just me. I didn't mm-hmm. really know what I was gonna do because cool. I'd never done it before. So I was just kind of thinking of ideas off the top of my head. Basically, I got dressed on stage. <laughs> so Chaza wears like a a one piece white, uh, like leotard, basically like a mm-hmm. unitard, right? Yep. And. Um, I came out on stage, I brought some boots and her classic pink red cape lit that she wears and yep. put them in the middle of the stage and basically twirled around like she normally does in the show and then slowly got dressed and then walked off stage. It was pretty embarrassing. I think the only video that exists of it is actually taken by Anime Boston staff. I, there isn't one online that I can find. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but after that moment I was like, yeah, I got this. I can do this. Uh and yeah, I just kept pushing myself to to be better the following years. I vaguely remember that skit. Do you? Like I t- I think so cuz I mean like 2005 like it was the first time in the Heinz so like it wasn't anything like it is now. It's like no. we could actually move around and like they had the same amount of people. They had it like the first hotel in the Heinz yep. Convention Center and it like so it's like one of those moments where you're like, oh I can move around. And it's like I know there were like a lot of skits that year. Yeah. But I re- it was but I it remember was it. I remember it was my first masquerade to like sit down and watch because the first year they went to Anime Boston, um we just did like a day trip mistake. Right, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> but Anime yeah, like, Boston's I, I, not a day trip. <laughs> no. Good lord no. no. No, especially not now. I think, you know, in the past it could have been feasible to be a day trip because there wasn't a lot going on. But now, sure. forget it. I mean, all the panels are amazing. The um, entertainment's amazing. Like, there's always something that you just have to leave the room for to go see. So I can't imagine just showing up for a day and only having a limited amount of time to, to do stuff in the right. convention. Right. Like, first of all, it takes you half the day to get inside. I'm kidding. That was only, <laughs> that was only 2008. <laughs> right 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 and they fixed it that was the best mm-hmm. thing you know it was it was line con for that year and it sucked and then mm-hmm. anime boston fixed it you know they're they're such a great convention in that they don't let things linger if something happens like that where it becomes a problem and they know it's a problem they will fix it for the following year i have mm-hmm. never gone you know two years in a row and had the same issue pop up, which has been amazing for a convention of its size and scale. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just amazing. And they just have great staff and just a great handle on situations as they come up. Ah, hundred percent. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. (laughs) So you have, so you you never, you've, we've won awards before for your cosplay. Oh yeah. Yep. I've won, um, Journeyman, uh, yeah, runner-up. Well, hold on, I have them behind me. <laughs> uh, judges awards, uh, masquerade awards for Journeyman and uh, craftsmanship and performance. Um, yeah, and that's about it. I don't have a masters award, but I would be masters at this point if I competed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not competed in a long time. Right, right. 
What was your favorite skit that you did? Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, my chocobo. Let me, okay, let me just say, I love chocobos. If you, We could mm-hmm. do a whole podcast on my love for chocobos. They are uh, my bread and butter. They're just adorable. <laughs> but I was obsessed um, and definitely wanted to make a chocobo that I could wear on stage and dance in. So mm-hmm. I, I spent nine months making a chocobo in my parents' house because my apartment didn't have enough space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I threw him together. His name is Blaze. Mm-hmm. We competed in 2007. You mm-hmm. can This one is online. You can look it up. Anime Boston 2007 chocobo. You'll find mm-hmm. him. Uh, yep. The skit is super cute. I come out and I basically dance to the chicken dance in a chocobo, riding my chocobo. Uh, the audience went crazy. They were clapping. Like, people just loved him. He got so many hugs. I mean, I'm actually <laughs> in the Anime Boston book, like, in the pamphlet book, mm-hmm. I think, for the following year because he was just such a huge thing. Uh, <laughs> he's my favorite. And he's right now in my garage, and he's going to get a complete makeover. And he's mm-hmm. coming back to the con scene, y'all. He is coming yeah. back. Oh, Yeah. Is that going to be carry-on or? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to have to be like like I drive from Texas to Boston if I bring him all the way up there. But he'll definitely make the scene down here in Texas for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Chocobo's on the road. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I have a whole plan. Like I'm going to get a little mini U-Haul. I'm going to paint mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, Chocobo on board. He's mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. in there. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Chocobos. Chocobos. I love them. And oh, Rob at one point was also going to make a chocobo. I think he got jealous because my chocobo was just the coolest thing ever. So he said he would make one, but his would have gold feathers. And I was like, whatever. Blaze is, is yellow. Blaze is just yellow. But I, I mean, you know, if I walked around in a blue chocobo, I think it would be a little like, is that a, is that supposed to be a chocobo? So I just went classic yellow, but yeah, he wants to do gold. So I just, I just rolled my eyes so hard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I love you, Rob. (laughs) I love you, Rob. (laughs) And he's more than welcome to make his chocobo with mine. I'm just saying in a, you know, a two by two chocobo convention, like competition, Blaze would win for sure. Hands down. He already has the fan base. He's good. He's good to go. Blaze is a legend. He is a legend. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, like, okay, if you had to cosplay something this year, like of your 40 million costumes that you need to finish. <laughs> yeah. Like, which one do you think you'd want to finish first? Uh Oh, oh, my gosh. Which one do I want to finish first? Um, I'll go with. Aiko from Final Fantasy Mm IX. I brought her to Anime Boston 2019 Mm -hmm. um, and wore her for the masquerade. I was a judge for performance, so she was on stage for that. She Mm -hmm. wasn't finished. Uh, I don't think anybody noticed, but I noticed because I didn't finish her. Uh, But she's wearable. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I I just have like a couple little tweaks I want to do, and then I have to do all the accessories. We're talking like belts and pouches and you know all that stuff um but she's Mm -hmm. super comfortable making her like weird jean thing was just really strange they're basically like uh like assless chaps but like 
but the front's covered. It's just bizarre. Just if you look her up, she just has a very strange costume design. It's Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, what else are you going to get? But right. yeah, I think I'll finish her first. She's just fun and just like cute. And I don't know. I, I If I could finish her, that would be fun. Because that would be, she has some pretty decent craft. Um, Just, you know, she's not like performance where she's more like, like I would go and get judged for craftsmanship with her. Like she just has right. a lot of like little bits and pieces. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. No skits. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Um, I love skits. I would absolutely perform a skit with her, but I'd need somebody else. I couldn't just be Echo on the stage. Like I would need, you know, a Garnet or a Zidane or like someone to set the scene because she's not. You don't meet her until halfway through the story. Like, I feel like only true fans would know who she is, and that's not who you want to cater to when you're doing a performance skit, especially if you're doing it for a prize, right? If you're just up there doing a skit, like, who cares? But if you're doing it to compete, then you want to make sure the audience at least knows what's going on and who you are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is a fact. Yeah. It helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. It's all about that audience captivation, honestly. It's like, yeah, you can go in for, like, you know, craftsmanship and get your costume judged, and people will just appreciate, like, those, you know, oddball characters and stuff. It's like, oh, no one ever really does this, so it's really unique, so we like it. Like, that already gives you brownie points kind of thing. Right, right. It's like, but if, but if you're going for, like, the audience to, like, appreciate you, like, in a performance thing, it's like, if nobody knows who you are, it kind of makes it harder, because it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you lose them real fast. You just you lose the audience. There's no like interest. They just kind of all blink stare out. And and then it just feels bad because you're up there doing your thing and you could be doing the best performance you've ever done. But if nobody knows who you are, it's just like, ugh, that's kind of yeah, it's like, it's a like rough, four people empty know. feeling. <laughs> four people have made it this far in the game. It's like, uh <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. I just I remember um I said I competed a couple of times. And it was like, even with like the Dead Moon Circus kit that we did, like mm-hmm. I knew Sailor Moon was popular, but mm-hmm. also like doing Dead Moon Circus is kind of like, okay, like you didn't hear a lot about R and like that's where right. they kind of like came from. It's like, it was weird. Like the, cause like the way it viewed like on air, like R kind of got skipped over a little bit Yeah, and it kind of went to like S and stuff. Right. So like, there were a couple of moments where I was just like, I mean, we know it because we watched like all of Sailor Moon, like back in the day, <laughs> but it's obsessed. like, are people, right, are people going to know like who these back? And they did. And it was like, I don't know why I worried about it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the funny thing too. You never know who's going to recognize you and who's going to freak out right like it's right it could be totally bizarre you're just walking down the hallway minding your own business and someone starts totally freaking out over your costume and it's like oh my gosh wow hi yes <laughs> yes it's like oh you know who i am how exciting yeah, it's super exciting because it's like you got that niche you know scene and you know i love seeing villains because you hardly ever see them cosplayed and i don't know that i've actually cosplayed well i mean I don't know if you count Catwoman as a villain. She's kind of an anti-hero, but you know, like I have, I have a couple villains, I guess. But I like to see them because you don't see them on a normal basis, and I just think it's so cool because they're just there. You know, it's like not somebody you go to a convention to see. You always see your like your heroes, you see your Nerdos, and you know your Deku's and like all of them. But you, it's like really rare that you see the villains, and so it's super fun for me when I see them. I've cosplayed a couple of villains from things now that i think about it it's like i did um two-face mm. when i hosted um the first masquerade i did down in um connecticut back in 20 
2009? <laughs> it was 2009. Like, like oh, okay. man. Because my first one was 2008. And I didn't work at that one. So it was 2009. But I did Two-Face. Um, and it was and that was fun because I had to use, like, an entire tube of lipstick on half of my face. Right, right. <laughs> and thankfully, that was before they made the Outlast lipstick because it never would have come off my face if I had used right. Outlast lipstick. Like, that oh would have been a poor life choice, in my opinion. <laughs> Like, huh. um, and then last anime Boston with Elizabeth, we did the Briarwoods from Critical Role because I did oh, Silas cool. Briarwood. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm trying. I'm like, oh my God. First of all, I'm going back through 20 years of cosplay in my head. I'm like, hmm. right. <laughs> what have I cosplayed? Like, who I know was it's bad? so hard. Who was it's good. So hard. <laughs> I'm like, uh, like people that I think were kind of like bad but not probably like actually bad um mm-hmm, let's see mm-hmm. uh, the blank <laughs> there it is right 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 no but it is you know. it's fun it's super fun and it's you know it's unusual so it's like you make the choice when you cosplay you either want to do something that's recognizable that you know is going to get a lot of like oomph which is something i think rob caters to uh or you know you can do something that's more obscure that you just really want to cosplay because you just love that character so much and you want to find that niche of people who also love that character that much yeah that's just super fun i love it exactly I, I, you know, it's funny. It's like, I remember like back when I first started cosplaying, it was kind of just like, I'm going to throw a million costumes together. It's like throwing like paint against the wall and seeing what comes out of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, cause you're just like, I just want to make something. <laughs> and then I think the first costume that I made that actually had like a wow factor to it, I didn't even wear. I made it really? for somebody else. I made it for somebody else. Yeah. Oh. So let's see. It was Lion Con. So it was 2008. Okay. Yeah. And um, my sister's, well, my friend, but my sister and my friend's raw um, wanted to go to a uh, anime convention. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, anime Boston's coming up. I'm like, who would you want to cosplay as? And he goes, Piccolo. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm like, Piccolo, like Dragon Ball Z Piccolo. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, yeah, I can make that. And I'm like, oh my god, like, how the hell am I going to make that costume? Right. Because I'm just like, oh, like, okay, so you just want to be green and have, like, the jumpsuit. No, 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 no. no he wanted yeah. the full white cape moment. <laughs> oh, great, with the shoulder pauldrons and everything. I did it. I, I did it. it, Jeanette. And it was love like, it. I went and bought, like, he, well, he bought everything. So, I mean, like, I didn't pay for any of it. He paid for all of it. And it was one of those things where he had a very nice job. So I was just like, I like this. And he goes, yep. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but he bought all of, like, this, like, crepe material to make, like, yep. that flow and, like, that fabric. I bought, he wore football shoulder pads the entire nice. time. Because nice. I built the fabric up on those with, like, padding to make them look like the shoulder blade things. Perfect. Yep. Like, it, it took me forever to get him into the costume between the makeup and the prosthetics and everything else. And I was just like, okay, like, let's go to the convention. And it was, we had gotten our badges the night before. So we had our badges and we didn't have to stand in the con like okay. line. Yeah. And I, I just remember like, I dressed up as trunks and I, here's the thing. I dressed up as trunks from GT. Like what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> it doesn't even line up with. No. <laughs> with and I think no, and it's like, I honestly think I was just kind of one of those things where I put so much time into his costume that I was like, you know what, I can go to Goodwill and buy the jacket and the shorts and whatever, you know? Right, right. <sighs> Such a mistake. Anyways. 
Long story short, we walk into the convention hall, make it three steps in, and for the next three hours, because the line had wrapped around the building so many times, it was like walking a red carpet like yep. at a movie premiere because we got stopped every two inches to get his picture taken. Like at one point, I had to go and check in upstairs for something. Oh, 2008, I'd check in for Masquerade because I was in Masquerade that year. Mm. And I left I left him outside of Masquerade headquarters um, when it was upstairs. So you yes. know, remember those big bay windows in the Heinz Convention Center? Yeah. So there's Raw, who's like already a very stoic person, standing in front of one of those windows as Piccolo with his arms crossed, just kind of staring out into Boston. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I left him alone. And I look over at one point and like everybody and their mother's just like standing there, like staring at him, not asking for pictures, just like, <laughs> I can't believe he's here. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I think it was um Jenny who was in charge at the time of Mm, like masquerade. mm -hmm. She didn't like you know like uh you know they do the hall contest thing where they give you like the the staff write off. Yeah, like she she just walked over to him with a ribbon. Like (laughs) she was like, "Here you go. That's it. You win. Even care? Like you just win." And it was so funny because then after the fact, like, you know, whatever, like we're leaving after I get my badges off and Roz looking at this badge, he goes, well, I didn't make this costume, so I have it. Aww. He gave it to me. He's just like, you made this. And I was like, I did. Thank you. That's cute. That's very cute. <laughs> but yeah, his Piccolo costume is like, it's like honestly, one of the first big impression things that I made. And I didn't even make it for myself. I was like, what, what the hell? <laughs> But that happens. Uh, I mean, you never know. You just never know. Like, you can walk right. the halls as, you know, whatever, and then you just never know what's going to happen, like how people right. react or, yeah. And that's the it's, thing, too. It's, it's just so like, fun. How many people dress as Piccolo? Nobody. Right. Nobody. Right. Well, because it's hard. I mean, you're green, right? And then you have to have yep. the prosthetics, and then you have to have the outfit, and I mean, most of the time you have to be tall. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be tall, but if you want that, like, full... Yeah you know yeah like you, you have uh, to sew the muscles scary. into that green suit like you had to make <laughs> yeah. those muscle things i was like what <laughs> the hell is wrong with yeah. me yeah yeah <sighs> crazy what was you, like, is your chocobo like your biggest like wow piece or like um, you had others well he's probably my favorite wow piece um mm-hmm. i think i'm trying to think of some other ones i mean like I've done Sailor Saturn, who I love, um, and she usually gets pretty good, pretty good response. Um, mm-hmm. Who else have I done that's been like crazy? Uh, gosh, I've just done so many and like been to so many different conventions. It's like I'm not mm-hmm. only going through like a <laughs> a roster of cosplay. I like have to think like where was I? Right. Um, and it's like where am I? Who am I? Like what's yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah i don't i mean like yeah i don't know i have several that have just garnered attention catwoman always does i think people just really like catwoman so whenever i'm catwoman that just brings a lot of people over Um, right what else um yeah i don't know i have a lot i have a lot of costumes from all different genres um oh I mean, like, an obvious one that I should have brought up a long time ago was uh, when I partnered with Ubisoft, and I work for them, um, and I addressed as Sitara from Watch Dogs 2. Uh-huh. Uh, that was huge, because that was my first time working at a booth for a super well-known company, cosplaying as one of their characters on their directive. And okay. um, that was super fun. Uh, yeah. And she obviously 
you know, got a lot of attention because the game was not yet out yet, but it was coming out. So they had like demos of the game there and I just had to stand there and look awesome. And that was fun. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> so, so wait, so like for the people that like cosplay at the booths and stuff, like, do you have to send in like audition things to get those parts or do like people come find you to do it? People, so all the ones that I've done, people have found me and it's basically because I like a character enough that I will speak about them before I know really anything about them. And then I'll mm-hmm. do like a cosplay makeup test or like I'll toss together some stuff together for that costume and they will see it because I tag them. Like I'm I'm no shame. I'm like, look, I'm making your character. I really like this character. I want to know everything about them. So I'm going to tag you in my process photos. And then from there, they'll reach out. And I think I've gotten um, contacted through DM for Ubisoft and also um, Sucker Punch Productions reached out to me. So, and then from there, it's, you know, can we have your email? And then you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, the NDA. Um, And then you just, you just do what they say. Like, they're just like, you know, hey, I need you to make this costume for this event. They Mm -hmm. pay for the tickets. They pay for everything, the meal, the hotel, the badge. Um, And then sometimes they pay for your costume, not all the time. And, uh, And then you just go and you just hang out at their booth and interact with people to the best of your knowledge. And sometimes you get behind the scenes, you know, little tidbits about the characters. So you're not out of character when the game releases. People can associate you and being like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I know that she's going to do this because that's how she was acting at when I met her, you know? Right. Um, it's kind of like being a Disney princess, but for like a video <laughs> game, you know, it, it's like it's really cool because you have to be in character. You know, they don't want you to just like, I mean, I guess you could just stand there and look nice, but they they really do appreciate if you go the extra level. And yeah, it's fun. It's super fun. I love working for companies. So and gaming is my thing. So I'm just like, yes, (laughs) give me all the gaming. (laughs) Let's do it. I love it. Jeanette, this was so much fun. I miss you. (laughs) I miss you too. And also, uh, when you finally get to Dragon Con, I will go with you. (laughs) I No, no, I'm just saying I haven't been in many years, but if you're going to go, I will go with you and we'll make it happen. I love that this is like a thing. I'll cancel out whatever bad mojo is happening to prevent you from going and we'll get there. I love that this has just like turned into a thing. It's like, we're going to get Katie to Dragon Con. I'm like, I don't think so, but I appreciate all of you for trying. (laughs) It'll be fun. It's chaos, but in like a really interesting way. I mean, you're exhausted. Dragon Con is, is huge and it's exhausting, but in a really fun way. You get to meet everybody, everybody that you've ever like loved as far as like actors and singers and other cosplayers and characters like you just it's just everything all in one weekend uh well I guess in one week now really (laughs) but um right it's just so much fun I'm excited is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here my dear um I guess everyone can just follow me at Chino Chinico on all the things um I have Twitch I have Twitter which is where I'm most likely to be found um Facebook um instagram and pinterest awesome yeah um let's see is there anything that i need to promote i have a book 
You have a book. It's really good. I recommend it. It's cute. I enjoy it. The font is big, so you don't have to feel like you need reading glasses. Um, the pictures are fun. It. I have it. I have it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you autograph it when I see you. I fi- I have oh a physical God. copy. Um, yeah, and I I just love it. I love it. Yeah, um, that could have gone worse. Life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer. It's available on Amazon. Yeah, it uh, is. It is. Help me. Just buy, I love it. go buy a copy. It's good. Yeah. It's all right. You know, it's, you know, it's life. <laughs> it's a book. You're an author. A- I love it. Buy the I book. Know it's cr- I know. It's crazy. It's wild. It's so funny. Um, guys, thank you so much. Ned, thank you so much for coming on. Finally, I'm sure this will not be the last time that we hear from each other. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and um, I'll see the rest of you next week. Have a good night. Night.